Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from the Haru Basho. It's day eight, a.k.a. Nakabi, a.k.a. halfway through the Basho. Big day of sumo. It was. We're very sorry that we couldn't do our usual Jurio stream today. We were playing music all day doing some recording. It was very fun, but uh, it wasn't sumo and uh, we, we did miss <laughs> doing our live commentary. But it was great music and we had a lot of fun. But we will be back on day 15 for that. We will. Just before we go too much further, I know everyone wants to know what was the weather in Oh, my Osaka gosh, I moved like. on I without the weather. And That's I can't tell my you, bad. I can't tell you what it was like during because we were busy, as you said. Yeah. But right now, 10 degrees Celsius, 50 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. The famous after, after yeah. days play weather. Well, I know I do get a lot of um, tweets and Instagram DMs about what temperature it is when the rikishi go to sleep. So I want to make sure those people are getting some info too. Yeah. No, you're doing well. Actually, I've been interested to look up what the optimal temperature for sleep is. And apparently it's 18.3 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in terms of Fahrenheit. Really? But there's an optimal sleep temperature. Okay. Yeah. When I think about it, I mean, that seems pretty right because when in summer you... Like here in Australia, it'll go up to 40 degrees yep. Celsius sometimes. And, you know, down overnight, it's in the low to mid 20s. And that's sort it's of too, too hot. hot. <laughs> I would call that too hot. It's absolutely too hot. But anyway, the uh, the boys will be sleeping well tonight. Yes. That's great. In Jurio, there was a matchup between the two two of the unbeaten guys, uh, Ryuden and Kinowaka. So they put this on Nakabi. That was okay programming. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I left it later. I was negative initially, but then I was like, no, this is good. What it's, a great way to go into Sunday, next week. It's Sunday, it's day, and everyone's yeah, yeah. out having a good day at the sumo. So they come up, came up against each other, and it was Ryudin who beat Kitnawaka today. He got on the belt, and he bodied Kitnawaka back across the bales. He really is on the road to Makuchi Ryudin. He might not get it this time around, but if he keeps winning, obviously, uh, he'll pop straight up there. Oho beat Kaisho to stay one off the pace as well. And Midori Fuji also had a win against Tohakuryu. Tohakuryu actually got him down, but Amonoe decided there was a hair pull. So the win was reversed and given to Midori Fuji. It looked like a very clear Hansoku there, didn't it? Yeah, his hair was an absolute mess. <laughs> and uh, Tohakuryu got the fingers really in there and just gave them a bit of a jiggle about. So Midori Fuji... Uh, and Oho stay one behind Ryuden today. Atami Fuji also meet Yago, which was a uh, beat Yago, which was super impressive. I just mention it because he did a nice little swagger at the end. He was I, pumped up. I like his face when he wins Atami Fuji. Both of these guys now five and three. And Enho, he might have hankered at the start. I'm going to gloss over that because <laughs> he's in Jurio. He lasted through a long and tough bout against Tucker Kento to grab another win to take him to five and three, which we like to see. Great stuff. Well, let's look at the Jurio leaderboard on eight wins. There is one Rikishi standing. It's Ryuden. He's eight and zero on seven wins. Oho, Midori Fuji and Kitnawaka. Love the Jurio Yusho race. Well, up to Makuchi and there's a Jurio visitor back again because of the Kujos, because of uh, Chionokuni's Kujo yesterday. It's uh, Jurio visitor time and it's Azamariu today up against Kodokuzan. Azamariu starts a long way back today. They went back and forth across the doyo over and over here, pushing, pushing, and then there was a pull. They did this four or five times back and forth, and it was eventually Azamariu who got on the belt and took Kotokuzan over the bales. I think Kotokuzan will look at the tape of this and just shake his head. He had a chance here. 
he should have beaten Azamaru. Three so, chances. <laughs> well, that's true. Actually, I was being very generous there. But Azamaru goes back to Jurio with an impressive mm. six and two score. Koto Kuzan is four and four. Tochinoshin was up next against Yutakiyama. I predicted before this bout that Tochinoshin would run all over Yutakiyama, and I wasn't wrong. Yutakiyama was really concerned with trying to get rid of Tochinoshin's Maimawashi grip that he got out of the touchy eye. While he was fiddling around trying to get rid of that, Tochinoshin just moved him across the bales and picked up a very easy Yorikiri win. Yeah, he was fiddling around, actually. It looks like he's not really interested in moving around and doing his own sumo at the moment. Maybe five losses in a row. Is it time to, to go Kyujo? It does seem like there's an injury there. He's three and five, Yutakiyama. Tochinoshin, five and three, not looking too bad. At uh, Magashira 15, we'll, we'll go quickly past that detail. <laughs> but he's five and three. Chiyomaru, Mr. Sumo. He was up next against Kagiyaki. These two have an eight to eight head to head which is cool. Chiyomaru looks like he means business though today and it's straightforward for him, an absolute assault at Kagiyaki's chest and he shoves him straight out and doesn't even look perturbed about it. Yeah, I wonder whether something's going on with Kagiyaki. Mm. Is there an injury we don't know about? He's so consistent, Kagiyaki, and the performance I've seen over the last two days makes me think something else is going on here. Mm. I mean, his, his wins have been okay, but the losses have been mm. worse and he doesn't seem to be able to uh, stop the forward motion of his opponent. Yeah, and he's normally very, very good at that. But let's not take it away from Mr. Sumo. He evens the ledger. He's four and four at Nakabe. What a great place to be. Kagiyaki on the same score. Yeah, even though we said he's struggling, he's, he's on the same score, but it's a different four and four from Chiyomaru's Com- four and four. Completely agree. They are nothing at all alike. <laughs> let's move on. Kotoweko next against Nishikigi. Nishikigi powered out of the touchy eye and forced Kotoweko back by keeping close and staying balanced. Kotoweko jammed a foot on the Tawara and he completely flipped the script here. He finally landed a right hand belt grip that he used to bully Nishikigi backwards and then Bailswad. <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 Bailswad. That's an expansion that's coming out soon. That's a bit too niche. Uh, but Nishikiki had little to say <laughs> as Kotoeko bodied, bodied him over the Tawara Yorikiri. I would play that. <laughs> Nishikiki, he's never beaten Kotoeko in five meetings now. He tried to lock up Kotoeko's arms and actually I thought that that was a good ploy. But Kotoeko, yeah, as you said, he just uh, engaged the muscles and a big win for him. Takes him to five and three. That's only three only wins three. away from the song. We just need the song. Nishikigi, though, he is on the same score. Ichi Yamamoto came up next against Chiyotaryu. I was expecting a bit of a runover win from Chiyotaryu today, but he was on yesterday, so maybe this means he's off today. Ichi Yamamoto got the arms happening and Chiyotaryu was uh, forced to take a step back and really splay his legs out to the side to keep his balance and stop himself going straight out. But here Ichi Yamamoto sniffed a, a rare victory and kept moving forward, slapping Chiyotaru all around the face and got him over the bales. Yeah, Chiyotaru didn't look uh, all that comfortable fighting from that neutral position mm. once they had stopped. And yeah, Ichi, Ichi Yamamoto saw that chance and just uh, took it. Three and five. Would you call that a much-needed win oh, for absolutely. Ichi Yamamoto? I think so. I think so too. Chiyotaru goes into the second week on the same score, three and five. 
Nyogiryu is up next on the doyo against Aqua. Now we saw a very, very rare thing here. I would describe this as the double meeting move. Mm, where they, the, in the same direction. <laughs> luckily, in the same direction. They they crashed into each other and slipped um, both to the right or both to the left. I can't yeah, quite so remember. Yeah, so they both went to the left. And so actually it was a rotation. Mm. It was a, a beautiful dance. Um, because if you if you both go in the same direction, then you hit, but they sort of stayed away from each yeah, other. Yeah, it was there was something beautifully symmetrical about it. Really, that was the highlight of yes. this bout, though, because what <laughs> happened after that was some pretty average sumo. Akawa was slapping away with no real result, while Miyogiri was playing strangely defensive. This went on for a while before Akawa used his head, but literally he just ducked down, jammed his head into Miyogiriu and drove him over the bales oshidashi. Yeah, someone had to break their loss streak today. Akawa was on a four and I think Miyogiriu on a three. three. Yeah. And yeah, it was Akawa. He's two and six. Not much great sumo here, no. but... You know, I think it was more Miyogiryu's failing. What do they call it in tennis when you have a, your own fault? Oh, unforced error. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a unforced error for Miyogiryu. That's right. So he finishes on uh, three and five. Or finishes finishes today. <laughs> Where did finishes come from? And Aqua, as I mentioned, is two and six. Kodoshoho up next against Teretsuyoshi, and there was no question about this. It was a henker from Teretsuyoshi to the right. Turns out it was him we should have been guessing the percentages for, <laughs> not Chiyoshoma. But uh, 100% today, he reached out for Kodoshoho's leg. That was his aim with this hanker. Ducked right down there, went very low, but only the fingertips brushed. And as Kodoshoho then had every right to, he came, I imagine, angrily forward and obliterated uh, Teretsuyoshi from there, Tsukidashi. Mm. Yeah, uh, so so we count a duck and an ashitori attempt as a hanker? Mm. I, I'm asking that as a question. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not a straight move out of the way, is it? It's not that classic. I guess if you think about the classic hanker, it's a kind of jump to the side where you just remove yourself from there. Mm. You don't actually go for a move, a move necessarily yeah, yeah, always yeah, yeah, from yeah. the side. I mean, you might push after that. Teretsuyoshi was so low. Do you count oh, well, this as a hanker? No, look, I, I, I don't because I, I think he was going for mm. a move. But I was just about to say I'd be really interested to know what, you know, the sumo Mainichi family think about mm. this. I guess the dirtiest one is where you just move to the side, you grab the back of the belt and then you just help them down, you slap them down. You slap That's, them down. That, that really is the traditional ending to it. But, yeah, Ben Marshman, get on the case. <laughs> Pop well, it yeah, in the spreadsheet. I, and... I couldn't sit here and say that this is a dog act. Yeah. I've got no feeling about it. Because he was going for he a was move. He was going for a move. It was just a clever move. Yep. That's right. Well, I'm on board for that as well. It doesn't work, though, and Kodoshoho picks up the win. He's five and three. Teretsuyoshi, four and four. Up next, Chiyoshoma and Aoyama. For the people who are looking forward to a hanker, it didn't happen today. Chiyoshoma went straight at Aoyama and found the front belt grip and hauled the big man across the doyo to the Tohara. Aoyama just would not go over. So Chiyoshoma pulled on the belt and now suddenly he had Aoyama steaming towards him and he was in trouble. Chiyoshoma found himself on the other side of the doyo, but managed to bring them back to the middle. And while he did that, he managed to work his hand on to the belt and again, in this seesawing affair, it was his turn. He took Aoyama across to the bales, turning him around at the last moment yep. to secure that crucial Okudidashi yep. Love win. to see it. 
Aoyama doesn't because he was facing out into the crowd and making eye contact with uh, everybody cheering for his demise. Not cheering for it. That was a bit harsh. But uh, great sumo from Chiyoshoma today. I thought the Maimoashi grip at the start, keeping Aoyama out of his space, broke his grip a couple of times. Really, really good work. And I thought his good sumo over the last few days finally pays off in a win. I've been enjoying watching him fight. Oh, totally. And it came to a head today against Aoyama and he finally got the win at Magashira 8. He's 3 and 5 and Aoyama is the same score. Shimano Umi V. Sadanoumi. Sadanoumi came out on the attack. He's really keen for a win. He pushed Shimanoumi straight back across the doyo, but Shimanoumi rallied. He's good at stopping himself and then coming forward again. It's uh, it's something that he does really well. And he pushed Sadanoumi straight back. He's able to go the extra mile then and complete the win with an oshidashi push across the line. Sadanoumi having a bit of a, a tough one. Oh, he can't buy a win at the moment, can he? He's doing the right things, but like, I think you said it so well. Shimanumi, when he's in good form, he can take that slide back and he can recover so well. He loves well. to slide back. I feel like that's a real move for him in my totally, head. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But Sadanumi uh, just couldn't do anything about that response from Shimanumi today. Shimanumi goes into the second week four and four. Sadanumi, that's four losses in a row oh. now. Two Oof. and six. Well, up next, we had a very big one. I think every time Takiyasu steps out, it's a big one. Uh, yeah. He was up today against Wakamoto Haru, who we've been commenting on uh, in the last week, saying how impressed we are with the honesty of his sumo. And I tell you what, this was a stone cold classic. Um, they struggled to find an advantage out of the touchy eye. They were going back and forth, but if you focused in, the real battle was taking place between Wakamoto's left hand, I believe, and Takiyasu's belt. Repeatedly, Takiyasu would shift his weight to break that hold, but immediately Wakamoto Haru would find a way back on. This happened over and over mm. until Takiyasu worked Wakamoto Haru back to the bales, turned Wakamoto Haru around towards with uh, a, a grip on that increasingly loose mawashi yeah. of Wakamoto Haru's and dumped him to the dirt. What a great win for Takiyasu. It was, and that's his kachikoshi. Wow. So he's the first guy uh, there in Makuchi, and it's just so great. It feels really great to see it. It's one of the only times I don't mind Wakamoto Haru losing. Uh, a big fan now, but wow, what a about just keeping on disrupting that belt hold over and over again, as you said. He, Wakamoto Haru was, was desperate for it. He really wanted it. He needed it. He kept getting it. And then with a jiggle of the hips or... Uh, he was uh, fighting it off with his hand as with well. With his hand. He was yeah. pushing it away. He was jolting his body so the grip would break. And the one time he actually got a, a good hold, we thought, that that might have been a bit of an issue, but then he managed to break it again. He had to go a full 360 for the throw. It was uh, just a strong, strong move at the end from Takiyasu. But again, I, I thought this one, uh, there was a point very early on where I thought, well, this is going to be one a Takiyasu three-minute classic, mm. but he just shows no sign of rest. He yep. doesn't want it to slow down. Yep. He wants to keep the pace up and it's really, really working for him. Yep. What a, what a crucial change from how he was fighting before and it's taken him to his Kachikoshi, eight and zero. Wakamoto Haru, there is absolutely no shame in losing that one. He put up a valiant effort and he is five and three. 
Hokuto Fuji up against Toby Zaru. Wow, there's some chaos here. <laughs> Toby Zaru actually has never beaten Hokuto Fuji before, so uh, that just increases his keenness, I'm sure. And this was absolutely a wild bout. Hokuto Fuji got on the loose belt of Toby Zaru and they whirled around. They explored the whole range of the doyo, didn't let, let a grain of sand uh, unstepped, and then they, they ended up falling together. It looked like Toby Zaru went for the throw, but they both fell down. The Gyoji gave it to Hokuto Fuji, and then there was a Monoe. Yeah, so Monoe was called, when we had a look at the replay, Toby Zaru actually did a great job of keeping himself in this, because mm. I think right up until the last moment, uh, they were falling together. The replay showed Toby Zaru's hand crossing the horizontal plane of the doyo at exactly the same time as Hokuto Fuji yeah. hit the dirt. Yeah. Tori Naoshi was the only solution here, and that's what the the uh, boys came to as the conclusion, and we got another bout. Yeah, they both went low here at the touchy eye, and again, it was an epic battle. Both of these bouts were really great to watch, head-to-head, back and forth, and after a few times across the dojo again, Toby Zaru found himself too far back and stepped out. I mean, he was pushed out by, by Hokuto Fuji, but he just ran out of room. I feel like maybe these two will become a good rivalry over time. I mean, as I said before, Toby Zaru still hasn't beaten Hokuto Fuji. That was a, an Oshidashi win for him. But what a what a fun couple of bouts to watch. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about that. I think the real surprise for me was to see how evenly matched Hokuto Fuji and Toby Zaru are. I, I would, would have thought that Hokuto Fuji's power and speed would have been enough to overwhelm Toby Zaru. Yeah. Like purely that alone. But... I don't know, Toby Zaru did a, maybe did a good job of controlling Hokuto Fuji is, or is Hokuto Fuji just a bit out of form at the moment? I think probably both. Yeah. I do think Hokuto Fuji down at Magashira 6 is not in his best, Mm. um, not having his best time of it, but Toby Zaru, you know, just (laughs) dancing around him and, you know, presenting more chaos against the guy that usually creates quite a bit of it and... That's not easy for him to deal with. Yeah, that's so true. So Hokuto Fuji uh, goes into the second week on four and four with that win. Toby Zaru, same score with that loss. Takara Fuji up next against Okanumi. Uh, these two have quite a long history, 16-11. Ah. Takara Fuji's way. Look, this bout was a bit pedestrian, if I'm honest, Uh out of the touchy eye, Takara Fuji landed a left-hand belt grip that he used to work Okonomi slowly across the doyo and gently across the bales, Yachty Kitty. Yeah, they've they've got a long record because they're 35 and 36 years old. Something maybe a little bit off with Okonomi at the moment. He's just not oh. mounting any kind of defence. Okonomi is one of those older rikishi who I... Just admire that they can come out each day and do something yep. interesting. But this Basho, I have not seen that. No, it hasn't been fun to watch him. Uh, He's now on the road to Kachikoshi. Yikes. He's one and seven. This is the first time we've mentioned that, so I should probably explain that we're eternal optimists here at Sumo Manichi. And uh, when a guy goes one and seven, one win, seven losses, we like to think that they could still possibly get their, their Kachikoshi, the eight wins. And so they're uh, they're on the long, long road yep. in this case for Okonomi. The, yeah. So so they're not one win away from Makakoshi. No. They're only seven wins away. That's right. From Kachikoshi. Yeah. And sometimes, like in this case, the road is very uh, stony <laughs> and long and winding and you can't see the end of it. But who knows? Who knows? 
Okanumi 1-7 on the road. Takara Fuji is two wins and six losses coming pretty close to it. Kodnawaka up against Endo. And Kodnawaka just blasts out of the Tachiya with all the confidence in the world, wraps the arms around Endo, makes any front belt grip irrelevant and takes Endo out with his large body. Kodnawaka took Endo to school today. Yep. Just was all over him. This is the first time that Kodnawaka has beaten Endo in their four meetings now, so there congratulations. Kodnawaka, and now he suddenly finds himself on 7-1. and one. Very good score for Very, him. very good. Endo, 5-3 and three with that loss. Meisei was up next against Tamawashi. Meisei, he looked good as he came forward out of the touchy eye. He was trying to establish a belt grip on Tamawashi, but just all of a sudden Tamawashi locked the outstretched arm of Meisei, twisted him towards the bales and finished the bout quickly with thrusting attacks that saw Meisei leave the doyo and do a front row meet and greet. Yeah, sure did. Hello, hello. How are you yep. going? I'm Meisei. <laughs> I I was, just... You might recognise me from that bout. <laughs> I lost. I lost. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, a really rough one for him, uh, actually. His arm got grabbed and twisted and then he's chucked off the doyo. Tamawashi really seems to have ejected a few guys from the stadium this time mm. around. I mean, Turner Fuji and there was one uh, after that and now Meisei. Tamawashi too, though, looked a bit off after this bout. Um, he was holding his left side and wincing, just sort of standing there and Oh, I didn't see that, really. Yeah, so mm. I wonder what's up with that. He's famously known for basically, I don't think he's no, ever missed a bout. He's never missed a day. Since he's started or yeah, become yeah. secretary. No, 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 no. I think ever. since the start. It's absolutely amazing. Oh. And he's he's 36. 36. Um, or 37 yeah, now, perhaps. 37, perhaps. I just, I just can't quite fathom that, um, thinking of what other guys go through. But anyway... I hope that this is not uh, one a day off for him. Uh, Tamawashi is four and four with that win. May say he's on the road to Kachikoshi. Ouch. Just really not enjoying Magashira three in Harubasho. <laughs> he is one and seven. Komasubi Takanosho up against Magashira two, the inform Ichi Nojo. Takanosho went in really low at the Tachiya, his hands against Ichi Nojo's bulk buried in them, trying to keep his hips away from Ichi Nojo's reaching hands. But Ichi Nojo, he's so huge, he just reaches over the top of Takanosho with the long arms and he snags the left-hand belt grip anyway. It was pretty interesting. Takanosho had his hips so far back. They couldn't have been further back. They couldn't. And Ichi Ichi Nojo just reaches over and goes, I'll have that. (laughs) It was, it was really amazing. Good. It was straight over the top of his body. He couldn't put Takanosho away with it straight away, so they they were locked up for a little bit. But Takanosho, uh, he he was able to grab the belt as well. But it was still in Ichinojo that initiated, and we never take this for granted. Ichinojo uh, just going for it, and he put Takanosho over the bales. Ichinojo is just so. Um impressive at the moment. Yeah. And I don't know whether, you know, we've seen some dark days of Ichi Nojo fading away during uh, bouts, but I, I just feel so appreciative of his positive sumo and just about how good he looks. Yeah. Takanosho, on the other hand, he's one and seven now. He's on the road to Kachikoshi. It's been a bad, bad week for him. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I, he, th- he looked okay today. I, I thought he was trying to do the right thing and mm. he sort of went for a belt grip, which is not really his usual, mm. but 
He looked all right for a little bit, but yeah, just so yeah. thoroughly dominated by Ichinojo at the end. Completely. So Ichinojo five and three, and as we said, Takanosho joins a few other rikishi on the road to Kachikoshi. He is one and seven. Sekiwake Wakatakakage up against Maegashira one, Ura next. Surprising no one, Ura went low and hesitated a bit at the touchy eye. It did do the job of taking the heat out of Wakatakakage's opening attacks. Wakatakakage was trying to get close, but Ura made himself slippery and he took a quick tour uh, around one half of the doyo <laughs> before Wakatakakage eventually locked them up. Wakatakakage here trying to find a belt hold. He couldn't find it, but he didn't wait. He powered Ura with sheer strength. Uh, and for those hoping that Ura might be able to conjure some magic on the bales, would be disappointed because Wakataka Kage closed this out comprehensively. Yorikiri win. Yeah, again, he's able to react and change it up to get the win. As he said, trying to go for the belt, couldn't, came up with something else for the win instead. And I think he's really showing his colours now. They're flying high. The Wakataka Kage flags. Well, the flags are out, but there's, there's a feeling around him right yeah. now, right? Yeah. He just looks... Red hot. He's got the vibe of sumo oh, for absolutely. sure. Oh, absolutely. And wouldn't the Japan Sumo Association be happy to see this? Because they've got a, they've got Mitakuyumi, okay. They've got a ooh, Yokozuna, maybe in trouble. And they've got two Katabano Zeki. And they've got this Sekiwake who's working so hard mm. at seven and one. One win off his Kachikoshi. Maybe I should have saved this impassioned speech until he got <laughs> his Kachikoshi. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll go Makikoshi now. But uh, <laughs> I definitely should have saved this for one more day. But. But I, yeah. I, I do think the form is good and I'm enjoying his sumo very much. He's seven and one and Ura, he's on the road now. What's happening with him? Mm. He is one and seven. Daesho and Abi, we forecasted this as one match we were really looking forward to. I don't know. It was all right. Abi came out thrusting. They were holding each other at bay a little bit, but Abi, um, Abi's thrusts were landing better as they often do. But Suddenly, as uh, Daesho charged, Abi just stepped out of the way. So it was a Tsukiyotoshi win for Abi as Daesho went out. I mean, it just wasn't a great way to win for Abi, was it? I, I, I don't know. I disagree. Okay. I, I feel that Abi has established this routine that forces his, his opponents to do something to defend it yeah. or to counterattack yeah. it. Yeah. And he's now can go you think you know what I'm going to do and now I'm going to do something oh, different. Isn't that clever? And <laughs> yeah, scoop maybe. up the win. I, I'm yeah. not sure. I really felt here that Daesho was trying to counter Abi's high thrusting attacks. And when Abi didn't do that, he was just in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. I don't know. I might be reading too much into it. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time to step out of the way and to, to mm. win that way. Like, yeah. that's fine. I don't know why I'm so down on it today. I guess I've also been a fierce proponent in the in the past of having a day off and just taking it oh, easy. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you yep. need to. Yep, you like, need why to. not? I don't think it necessarily against Daesho was, was a time he would have imagined that happening. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just the going backwards thing and, you know, maybe the, the one-dimensional thing. But I also have been talking about him having plan Bs and this was a plan B, so... All right. Well, I would argue, I've turned around. I've turned I would around. argue this was the plan A today. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, Sekiwake Abi goes into the second week on six and two. Maegashira one day a show four and four. Well, that brings us to the final three bouts of Nakabi. We have the three Ozeki and the first 
cab off the rank is Ozeki Shodai up against Kirabiyama. Kirabiyama went straight for the front of the belt and landed both hands on Shodai's belt, Mm-mm. underhanded right on the front, and I thought, oh boy, Shodai's in trouble. But Shodai stood tall, he leaned in, and he would not be moved. His feet were planted like they were stuck to the floor. Suddenly, he broke that front belt grip, transitioned into an arm grab on Kirabiyama, and he hauled Kirabiyama around to the bales, shoved him over. Yachty kitty. This was powerful (laughs) sumo. I actually screamed and I went for a little run. I haven't haven't had a little run for a long time, but should I winning here? It was just power for him. He le- he used his left arm for the throw, broke the grip of Kirabiyama and then absolutely hauled him around. And it looked strong. Mm. It looked like the body might be working again. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe the <sighs> But <sighs> we've been talking about listening to the body. Maybe the body needed a few days to remember. Maybe that muscle memory was coming back. Uh, so he's ignored No, but I think today he didn't listen to his body because mm. the body's screaming for a day off. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he's totally flipped it and he's just trying to remember what it was like, yeah. the glory days. But I, I don't know. The, the, this was hugely courageous against a quality opponent in Kirabiyama yep. who definitely came out with a game plan that, yep. that probably if he'd done that against Shodai on day one to four would have been an easy win. Yeah, it feels like it. I mean, who knows what goes on in Shodai's head oh, or his body, actually. It it just was a really impressive win, I thought, because it, it didn't look easy. I mean, no. Kiribayama perhaps wasn't – no, he came forward and he went straight on the belt. Yep. I, I can't think of what else he, he could have done that would have been a better idea than that. It, it just was a great win for the Ozeki. Absolutely. I'll call it. And he's three and five, Kiribayama. Five and three. It's becoming a real story now. Yeah. Short eye. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, let's move on. Hype train. Komasubi. Hoshuri. The hype train was for short eye. I'm just oh, going to acknowledge that. That was a previous hype yep. train. Is this a hype train? Half. Komasubi <laughs> Hoshuri against Ozeki Mitakumi. Hoshuri hasn't beaten Mitakumi in two meets. It's not too bad. But he didn't today either. Mitakumi just pushed forward. Hoshoryu fell really awkwardly, struggled to get up for a few seconds. Uh, Mitakumi helped him back on the doyo. Uh, that was nice. Hoshoryu accepted it. Mm. But, yeah, fairly easy win for Mitakumi here. I, I think so. Uh, I think, uh, look, firstly, good on you, Hoshoryu, for going straight at Mitakumi. Yep. I, I just don't think there was enough of a plan for what happens next. Mm. Mitakumi, when he's in form, you're not going to slip around to the side. You saw Hoshoryu try, yep. but it was stifled instantly because Mitakumi was just there. Yeah. And I wonder what, you know, what was that wind condition in Hoshoryu's head? Yeah. Because after you've met Mitakumi straight on, you'd have very few options. I think you're right. He had to be ready with the body to move somewhere else. And he wasn't because sometimes when he gets pushed back, he's one of his legs sort of goes yeah. out straight. It's like that, remember that Japanese, um, what do you call it, a meme where you pushed the people back and they jumped back with their arms and legs out and it was like he'd expelled them back with force. It oh, was yeah, the photo set up The thing. photo yeah. thing. That's kind of sometimes how Hoshoryu goes backwards with one leg out. And it was hard for him to do anything after that because he 
he just was all of a sudden very much near the the Tawara and was off balance. So yeah, maybe it's about him him having something else when he knows basically what his strong opponent is going to do. Uh, interesting. We're though. trying to guess. We're trying to guess. Trying here. to guess. But it was a win for Ozeki Mitakumi. That's two Ozeki who have won so far. He is seven and one, and Hoshoryu four and four. Well, that brings us to the final bout: Maegashira three or Noshore up against Ozeki Takakesho. This was a tough, touchy eye. Onoshore really took it to Takakesho. Onoshore was determined to stay in close, but Takakesho, he felt that he quickly stepped aside and slapped Onoshore down and out Tsukiyotoshi. Yeah, Onoshore taken down, as he often is, just being really, really keen and coming forward. But Takakesho, in a light olive green belt today, lovely colour, picked up the win Fairly easily. All three Ozeki winning today, just like they did uh, yesterday. Mm. So They're finding some form. Two days in a row for them. Again, the JSA would be pretty happy with that, I imagine. Takakesho, he's six wins and two losses, and Onosho is three and five. Yeah, really, with Takakesho, you think that that uh, Ozeki status will be secured in the next couple of days? Yeah. No doubt at all. Leaderboard. Eight wins. Takiyasu. Now, he has fought down so far, mm. so we're still waiting to see. Every day, you know, we think about who he's going to have to fight. He's going to have to start going up now, so I can't wait to hear how he's got tomorrow, who he's Spoiler, got tomorrow. he doesn't fight up tomorrow. Wow. Mm. I wonder when they're going to start that. Interesting. Seven wins, Mitakumi, Wakataka Kage and Kodono Waka. And on six, Takakesho and Abi. So tomorrow, Takiyasu fights Aoyama. And he's at... Maegashira 10. <laughs> so, wow. But, it, but interestingly, they've met, uh, what is it, 23 times, yeah. these two. Okay. Aoyama is up 12, 11. Wow. Hmm. Given the form, though, you'd probably tip Takiyasu. But uh, like, as you said, he's still fighting down. Yeah. But I don't think that will continue for too much longer. Yeah. Who else do we have? Uh, Kodnawaka on 7-1 is taking on Tobi Zaru. Who knows what's going mm. to happen there. Uh, up the top of the card, Mitakumi has to take on Tamawashi. They've met 29 times. Oh, don't injure Mitakumi, please. Mita- don't injure Tamawashi. No, Tamawashi always seems to injure people. Oh, okay. I don't think he's going to injure Mitakumi. They've met 29 times. Mitakumi has won 26 of those meetings. Oh. I mean, that's an, un- okay. that's an unbelievable record. You can injure someone in a win. Sure. Can you? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Shodai takes on Hoshoryu. Interestingly, Shodai has never beaten Hoshoryu in their four meetings. Uh, Takakesho takes on Endo. And I've said that Kodnomaka takes on Tobizaru. So, Wakatakakage? Uh, Wakatakakage has Ichinojo. Oh, that'll be great. Sure and will. And Abi? Abi uh, takes on Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji. Mm. Okay. Mixed bag for Monday well, it's night a bit of a, it? <laughs> I think they get the junk matches out of the way yeah, on Monday. Yeah. They've just put them all in a in a bag and shaken it up. <laughs> anyway, we'll be there for, for the uh, results of that. Can't wait. We'll see you on Monday and bye. Bye. Yeah.